So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Welcome, everybody. Oh, good. This blanket really <laughs> fell perfect. Perfect. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Best, Worst Friends. We're glad you're here. What's We're that here. rhythm you're doing? I don't know. I feel very sing-songy. <laughs> Hello, recently. my name is Doug Cooney. <laughs> I like having the the difference in the... makes me feel like, uh, well, like Mozart. Well, know? we're in a new space. We've got to do this in a new way. You okay. Know? Let's <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> All right. I'll be shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you be uh, pantsless. You used to have a buddy who would always be like, every time we do a sport, he'd be like, all right, let's play shirts and skins. We'll be skins. And we just immediately take off his shirt. <laughs> It's a great joke. It's a great joke. It's a great joke. Uh, it's, it's Andrew. Nice. Yeah, just the funniest fucking guy. Yeah. Who he's <laughs> trying to send us anchor messages and he can't he can't ever navigate to where to actually leave them on the website. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because he's navigated there like seven Apparently times. Apparently it's tough. And his microphone thinks that but he's got some great questions. He told me what's coming, so oh, looking fuck forward yeah. to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. look forward to that. But you know now, that ju- that just reminded me sorry, it's a little quick tangent. Um, I don't know why we're. I just thought of show here, man. What do you know? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was just thinking of a a time uh, someone bullied me in like grade eight, but they did it so poetically that I was just destroyed and I had no like Shakespearean. Yeah, because I was I was fat already, right? And he said something like, uh, "Doug, you are my shade in the summer, my warmth in the winter, like just shit like that." I wanted to fuck you, dude. I don't think so, man, because, like, other people were laughing. But I was just like, God, we shouldn't let bullies read. (laughs) (laughs) Bullies aren't allowed to read anymore. And then he, like, pirouetted away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He was wearing, like, like, a unitard, and he just plied away from you. (laughs) Yeah, you get it. You're like, fuck! (laughs) He's so talented! God! (laughs) So talented, so mean! Oh, man, I bet he's gonna get all the girlfriends. (laughs) I remember uh, at that same school, because uh, I was just so behind on what the kids were actually doing. I remember one time they were like, <laughs> oh, Natasha and Jarrett, they uh, they did something crazy in the in the library. And I was like, they make out? Everyone looked at me like I was a child. They're like, no, he fingered her. And I was no. like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. How old were you at this point? Uh, grade eight. Oh my god! Yeah, right. That's too much, dude. I went to a sketchy. Jesus, to a sketchy middle. That would have scandalized my school pretty good. Yeah, my school, my middle school is now a bunch of like lofts, a bunch of apartments. Oh, it's very strange. And it was like a school that had no grass in the yard. It was all cement. Which is because you didn't grow up in the city. (laughs) You grew up (laughs) in like the suburbs. Like everybody, there's grass everywhere. Yeah, my my first. my public school had like huge yards. Did I tell you about one? I uh, I just like hijacked the whole podcast with my dumb stories. But uh, that's all I mean, this. That's is. all this is. Yeah, that's all podcast. Yeah, I wanted to talk about current events. <laughs> now I'm over here looking like an idiot. Did I tell you about when about I joined my Wikipedia the, uh, printouts. the track and field or the long distance running team for like a practice? Did I tell you about Mm-mm. that? And no. the the warm up, <laughs> our teacher was like, um, "All right, for the warm up, you're gonna run." a lap around the whole field. But, dude, we had such a huge field. Like, it's probably like a kilometer warm-up. And I was a bus student, right? So I was going to miss the bus to do this yeah. practice. That's going to get my parents to pick me up. 
and that motivated you to run faster, <laughs> and you I became a better athlete. I finished the lap, and then my backpack was right there, and the bus still left, so I just grabbed my backpack and left. <laughs> I was like, that's the end of my I, I would. I joined cross-country when I was in like the seventh or eighth grade. That's what it's called, cross-country. Yeah. And I remember we used to, because we had like a big hill at our school and just a massive property in London, which was pretty wild, actually. And every single meet, not just at the school, but like every meet, like multiple schools, it was me and this kid, John Rosaluck, competing for last place. <laughs> he was my pace car. I was just trying to pass him. All the other kids are gone and finished. The parents have gone home. I've also had a fat pace car. Yeah. No, he wasn't fat. Oh, okay. Just not an athlete. Yeah, he was just a, like a lanky. I guess it's called skinny fat now, but he was just like a bookish Christian. Yeah. Just trying to get out there, you know, running in his jeans at cross-country uh, yeah. meets. And I was just chugging behind him in just massive, like, wedding tent-sized gym clothes <laughs> for, for a seventh grader. <laughs> I, I found my grade nine gym shirt when uh -huh. the other, probably like a year ago, but it was huge and just all stained orange because it just got the deepest sweats you could oh possibly imagine. Like the not performing well in gym class sweats. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like sweating because you're nervous and because you're exerting yourself. Yeah, because I like tried for 20 minutes to do one sit-up so I wouldn't get a failing grade. And <laughs> now oh it's just like... God. And I've got it when I was 28 and it was literally like... <laughs> just like cracking. <laughs> oh, horrifying. <laughs> I remember the, the worst grade I got in uh, grade 8 was in gym. I got like a 71, and the what comment was literally like, pants. Doug needs to be better. Doug needs <laughs> to be a better athlete. <laughs> he needs like, to be better, faster, stronger. Yeah, he's just fucking roasting me. Uh, my worst uh, my worst grade was always in art. I oh, would yeah? Get, I got straight A's, and then I would get C's in art. <laughs> just phoning it in. Which I thought was unfair because I tried. I was just bad at it. <laughs> that is... That is unfair. So, and art's like a pretty subjective thing. Yeah, I would like a second opinion yeah. <laughs> when you get like a C. But the, the art teachers all got together, like my entire elementary school career, and just like pick up what I was holding. Like, we can all agree. This is, this is dog shit, man. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I couldn't draw. I couldn't paint. I, did, I made one really good project. We had to make it using things we found in nature. Mm -hmm. And I found a uh, piece of tree bark that was like real big and it was nice. Mm -hmm. And I made a mask out of it. Ooh. Yeah, that hung in my room for a while. It was pretty, pretty cool. good. I hung some like pussy willows from it. It was like dangly bits. In hindsight, possibly racist. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure against who, but against somebody definitely. <laughs> well, hopefully they were never passing through your rooms. Yeah, like, come I, on, kid. Yeah, I was like, come on, what is? <laughs> I did not receive inspiration from white sources. Let me put it that way. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> good times, <laughs> school days. And I, and I was just wearing it going around the school. <laughs> did I tell you when I? Uh, the only time I got blood drawn as a kid, uh, the only place they could take it out of was my middle finger, and um, what? Yeah, I guess that's, like, the only spot they could grab it. And <laughs> Our needles are only so long. <laughs> and uh, the uh, it was, like, an aunt of mine that did it because she worked at the hospital. Uh, like She was a nurse. And then she gave me, like, a finger puppet. And then I just put the finger puppet on my middle finger as, like, a four- or five-year-old and was, like, walking around, like, eh, like, without yeah. knowing what that was. That's great. Yeah. But you made a lot of people's day. 
Yeah, probably. It's like, look at that dumb little kid. Yeah, when, I, when I was over at the Big B, there was a little kid on his bike, and he was walking with his mom. They were laughing, mm-hmm. and he just goes, grabs something, and he goes, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 that kid's sick. Oh, man. <laughs> kid's going to probably have some problems, but right now, <laughs> I got that kid fucking rules. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. I know. Fuck, it's hot in here. It is hot in here. Are you going <laughs> to oh my god! If take we were, a layer off? N- I can't. No, not with the video. Why not? That's too much. <laughs> like a casting couch? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just get, get comfortable. Oh, like, do you fuck ever, it. All right, yeah. I'm, <laughs> do I do have play, a shirt on underneath. you ever play with yourself? I get, I get, to, control, <laughs> I get to control what video goes out, so uh, Doug's <laughs> computer's too shitty, so he can't get me trying to... Because I know... <laughs> I've, I don't have any memory of taking off a sweater and my T-shirt not coming all the way up, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I get like anxiety about taking sweaters off around people. I have to like go to the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. Anyway, talk for thirty seconds. <laughs> All right. I'm just gonna narrow it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God damn it. Yeah. That's the clip for this week. Oh, sure. that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I wish I watched it in the reflections. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, maybe I cropped it right. You know, what's great is it. like you look defeated. Your hair is doing some fun shit now. Oh, putting the hat back on. <laughs> oh man. Oh, God. <laughs> I I like whenever the person I'm doing a podcast with is like in a weird place <laughs> because of something that happened. We <laughs> uh, just talked about failing in gym class, and then <laughs> you did that. And- yeah. Yeah, it's going to stay with you. Yeah, imagine that, but, like, less hair. Just, like, smoother. <laughs> Whatever. I'm hoping a cat will come hang out so we can derail this podcast and talk about cats. Frank A. No, not yeah, a I don't know where they... Sometimes yeah. I'll get... I'll panic when I can't find Frankie when I come back and do, like, a cat check. Because we're in my girlfriend's apartment right now. She has three cats. I'm yeah. cat-sitting because she's in England. And two of them are easy to find, uh, new Garfield and old Garfield, because they're both orange. <laughs> and then uh, Frankie likes to hide. And one time I was looking for her for like 20 minutes and like freaking out. And then um, I shook like a bag of treats and I saw like two glowing eyes from like deep in her closet, like <laughs> under all her clothes. So now if I need to check for her, if I can't see her right away, I'll just go into uh, my girlfriend's room and just go, Frankie, and push on her clothes and just hear like a... <laughs> like, like the clothes squeak. I thought you were going to say, you shake a bag of treats. No, that'd be a good... Well, the thing no, is, like, you she just, doesn't... Like, shove... You just like crush the cat until it squeaks. <laughs> no, just like a slight little like... <laughs> it's like it's the sound that the clothes make, but it's just Frankie. <sighs> yeah, the like one day I was like on... I had to go on my hands and knees and look under the bed because I was looking for her for so long. And then she's just staring at me in front of the bed. I was like, you're the loudest one. You're the loudest one. <laughs> yeah, but it's one. also a black cat. And she's just like, I'm, yeah, I'm usually loud, but right now I'm being sneaky. Yeah. Right now I'm being so sneaky. Nah, she's pretty sneaky. Well, <laughs> and when I came back here from uh, my little road trip to the Big B to get our pre-pod energy drinks. Yeah. I opened the, fuel. Yeah, I opened the door to... Like the floor that your girlfriend's apartment is on, and I just hear Doug go, "No, no, 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 no!" <laughs> and then a cat runs by me, and we have to go chase down this cat because yep. Doug was playing with the, in the hallway with the cat. I was using a laser pointer in the hopes that I could tucker him out a little bit so he'd stop making meow noises at the door, which seems to have worked. Yeah, no, yeah. he seems a bit more tuckered. Yeah, but also if that cat had gotten out, the night would have been ruined. 
That would have been ruined. It I'm just like crying for an hour on the podcast. You still keep trying to ask me questions. <laughs> yeah, I would have taken the zoom out with us. We would have been walking the streets on the cat hunt. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Just periodically yelling out <laughs> the pussy hunters. Ollie. Um, remember Ollie, him? Yeah. Yeah, the pussy hunter. Oh man. The pussy hunter. The pussy hunter. He had a a song that I legit liked because This was like it an insane open mic comedian. He yeah. would show up in a loincloth. Yeah. Like a leopard print loincloth and a leopard print like handbag and call himself the pussy hunter. Yeah. And then talk about how like men are the hunters and women are the gatherers or the prey or somewhere but I forget. Completely out of his mind. I don't know what I remember like I deleted him off Facebook and then he thought it was related to having to he's like, Oh, Doug was mad that he had to follow me on awesome. the show. And so I was good. Like, well, yeah, but not for the reason you think. Yeah. <laughs> not because you made it hard. But because I had to go up there and all anyone wanted to talk about was you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just created a spectacle of yourself. I should have just been like, that guy stole my loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hindsight's twenty twenty. you know? It sure is. It sure is. Oh, yeah, I have a, I have a comedy-related question. I know we normally steer away from these. But, yeah, because uh, you do. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have any punchlines that you don't have a joke for? You know what I mean? Punchlines that I don't have a joke for. I definitely have tags I don't have jokes for. And you, I have them written in like a, a particular note because there's uh, what was the one like, uh, what do I work at this chair? Yeah. And like it, when I was sitting with an ergonomic chair, I'm like, it's going to go in something. Eventually. But I just, whenever I have that fantasy of like, I tell a joke and it does and it like crushes and then someone hands me an award. I'm like, oh, who me? <laughs> and whenever I'm in the middle of one of those fantasies, I'm never telling like one of my actual jokes. Yeah, because I hate those. <laughs> when I'm <laughs> instead, I always just say the punchline. I just go like, there was like 45 of them, and then huge <laughs> applause. When, when I uh, when I worked at this one fucking call center, I used to. <laughs> There was like this old guy, Larry, and um, he would be yelling on the phone sometimes because we're talking to like very old people trying to give them the address of places, yeah. right? And like one time he was trying to yell, like, I think the unit number. <laughs> and I was just making up questions that he would be answering in my head, like, because uh, he was just like, 57! 57 <laughs> kept yelling it. And I just imagined the person on the phone was like, uh, Hey, Larry, how many hot dogs can you eat in one sitting? He's like, 57! <laughs> just so mad about it. Have you ever had a dream that you like crushed on like a particular joke and then woke up and tried to frantically write a joke about it? Because one time I had a dream that I was killing with something called wagon wheel, like a a joke about wagon wheels, not the snack, but like actual like you ever riding down the road in a carriage (laughs) and it's like it's bumpy as hell. Like I don't know what the actual (laughs) joke was, but I was just like demolishing with it. You have something about bees. That's an actual note I left myself once. It's just I wrote bees because I was just like, this will be enough to remember it in the morning. Actually, you know what? I did remember a different bee joke because I was talking about, I was thinking about the fact that my bee fear is an irrational fear. And I know that because one time I was waiting to cross the road, like I was waiting for the the walking person and it was still the, the stop hand. And uh, <laughs> there's probably better names. But then a bee was flying near my head, and I just started running across the road. So I was like, he won't follow me. It's not time yet. <laughs> Bees don't abide yeah. by those rules. Bees are rule followers from what I remember. 
You should have just like danced go away at him. <sighs> that, That's that all I remember great. from Magic School Bus was that bees dance to communicate. Is that true? Yeah. Man, bees are cool. I just hate them. They're I not just, cool. What I do you mean they're cool? Them. Well, they like do a lot of cool stuff. I don't know. One time Dan... Like, uh, buzz. Dan I worked with at uh, Deluxe like, talked to me about bees for like five hours in one of our shifts. And by the end of the day, I had to be like, Dan, you're never allowed to talk about bees. <laughs> <laughs> now, anyway. Like, they're just so cool. Back to my weightlifting. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was an example. Oh, yeah. No, that was an example. Yeah. That hurts. I went to Montreal last weekend. Nice. How was it? We'll how was weightlifting eventually when we're out of this stuff. How's Guillaume? Uh, he's doing well. Nice. You know, he's living in a very nice apartment at a very reasonable price. <laughs> it's crazy. Nice. It's like a real big apartment, and he pays like 1500 a month for it. Is he al- alone? Yeah. God damn. It's like a massive apartment. He's got a Murphy bed that I got to sleep on. Fuck but yeah. When we first got there, he has a dog named Hugo, or Uga, because he's in Montreal. And, um, Guillaume and Hugo, that's fucking adorable. Right. And he's like a 16-month-old Bernadoodle. She's a Bernese mountain dog mixed with a poodle. Wow, that's going to be a weird giant dog. It's just a black and white Labradoodle. It's not oh, that special. Okay. Okay. But um, he he's obsessed with like licking the inside of your ear. And he would like steal my hat off my head and make me chase him to get it, which was cute <laughs> for like a bit. And... But the first thing he did when we first got there, Guillaume was giving us, like, the tour of his apartment. He's like, and this is my room. I sort of walked in. I looked out his windows. And I was like, oh, it's really nice in here. And then I, as soon as I get anywhere near Guillaume's bed, the dog jumps up on the bed and just starts peeing. Like, projectile <laughs> peeing on onto this bed. And Guillaume just looks so defeated. He's like, <sighs> and this, this is what he said. He's like, <sighs> with company over? That's what he said. <laughs> As if the dog's like, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's like, he's never done that before. I'm like, I don't believe you for one. My uh, my grandma's dog that we took after she passed away because we lived in the duplex. Yeah. Um, she used to sleep in my bed sometimes, but I would always like just annoy her in the morning just because yeah. I thought it was funny. Like, uh, <laughs> like if I woke up and she was still sleeping, <laughs> I would just start singing really loudly at her. It's like. Morning, baby. <laughs> it's a bright, beautiful day, and I'd be doing that, and she would just get up and leave my room <laughs> as I'm doing it. But one time I did it, and she just like got up and started peeing on my bed, and I'm like, yeah, right, yeah, right. Message, message received. Touche. Oh, you know, you, you what you should have done is you shot it. You should have got up and peed on your bed. <laughs> Too be like no, it's mine. Should have like peed on her while she peed on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> you may own my bed, but I own you, Phoebe. Because <laughs> uh, that's that's what Hugo was doing. He was like, as soon as I got near the bed, he has jumped up and was like, "Hey, just so you know, this is my bed. <laughs> this is where I pee. <laughs> yeah, I'm peeing on it, so it's mine." His version of like licking a bagel bite is just peeing on that bed, so I wouldn't sit there. My microphone on? Did we check the levels at all? Yeah, yeah. Do a lot. Are we okay? <laughs> a quick mid podcast. Yeah, is this all right? Check. Is this talking fine? Oh, yeah, no, we're talking as fuck, dude. Nah, perfect. <laughs> we are talking as fuck. I don't know how the neighbors are here, so we can't yell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem cool. Yeah. I mean, they were cool with me letting the cats run up and <laughs> yeah, with a laser true. pointer. So. <laughs> oh yeah, and then I met my nephew. Nice. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. 
Yeah, did you hold him? I did. Yeah. Yes. Scary, right? It's terrifying. Yeah. I was so- still on the that phase, right? Where the head's going all weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, use words, please. When did they Yeah, <laughs> when did they get their neck? I don't know. Like 6 months. You're still like- waiting on yours to come in or Wow. What do we <laughs> Wow. You know what I mean. <laughs> no, I don't know when they get their neck strength. But right now, he's pretty good at You can like if if he's like somewhat vertical, you can hold his own head up. Mm-hmm. But like if he's lying on his back, he's got no shot. Yeah, yeah. His, he's like thirty five percent head <laughs> at this point. But I was terrified because I never held a baby. Really? Yeah. And I the second time I met him was at Easter, and I was one beer and two glasses of wine in, and my mom's like, "Do you want to hold the baby?" I was like, "No, I do not. <laughs> I am not sober, and I'm not prepared to." Just mess up and then change our family. Yeah. By like I want to be fumbling to with Christmas. This, exactly. Like <laughs> fumbling with this baby. <laughs> like that's far. I'm out of the family. That's okay. I don't want to see the consequences of that anyway. But I know he's a cute kid. Little. He's got like I didn't realize they don't get irises. At, they're not born so with like, like irises. Black? Yeah, there's a black eyes. Oh my god! If someone didn't tell me that, and I saw, and like I was with someone who gave birth to a baby, and I looked at it in the eyes, I'd be like, I'm not gonna be a part of this baby's life. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. It's like, this is, I believe Satan. I've read some literature. Fairly certain it's Satan. And actually, one thing that's really helped me out mm-hmm. is um our good friend Justin Gale. Yeah, great comic. He uh he has a lot of he he's I've heard him do a lot of bits about being a new dad over the years mm-hmm. and um all of the knowledge that he dropped in those sets I got to then convey to my sister like about <laughs> how no one tells you this but babies will just like not breathe for forty five seconds to a minute every once in a while because they just like forget so the baby's like five days old and it's just not breathing and you're just freaking the fuck out. Jesus Christ. I remember watching some documentary where apparently babies can do like some weird almost breathing underwater thing. Or like there's like some weird flap in their lungs for like the first little while after they're born that like stops water from going in their lungs because of like, you know, amniotic fluid and that kind of shit. Nice, Paul. Yeah. Amniotic. Pretty yeah, good, Dougie. You know. Here's how dumb I am. I thought that, I thought, well, this might be true. I don't know. But I thought the babies use their umbilical cord like a like a snorkel <laughs> basically <laughs> you know what i mean like you mean the thing attached to their belly button yeah i thought they used that as like a snorkel yeah you know what and then, i like, mock but you might be right. <laughs> and then like air gets in that oh way there must just be like anybody who's listening to this be like these are the two stupidest people to be talking about something which like begs this. the question mm-hmm. If they never cut that off, could I just like, if they left me, <laughs> still attached to your mom? Yeah, if they, no. <laughs> yeah, if I was still my mommy's best friend, like I was supposed to be for <laughs> nine months, trailing behind, like you know when you have a toddler on a leash. Yeah, this is a grown man. I'm just like, mom, can we have pizza tonight? And she's like, okay, just eats an entire pizza and then it like come, makes its way over to me. You see it going down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A cartoon like fucking hose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like when water builds up in a hose and then they unkink it and it sprays all over Daffy Duck's face. 
<laughs> or you guys are like going for a walk. You want to go left. She wants to go right. You keep talking <laughs> to each other. We get it wrapped around a pole in the street. <laughs> no, but if they just left me like three feet of it, could I just like go to the beach and like tie it to a meter stick and hold it over the water as I like patrol the depths? You know, oh, man. I hope not. <laughs> could I just do that? I don't fucking know. I, don't, I wish I knew more about the belly button. I literally, this is <laughs> real. <laughs> not babies, I, just the belly button. I put this, uh, I asked this question on Reddit one time. I was like, why does your like wiener tingle if you put your finger in your belly button? Does your wiener tingle if you put your finger in your belly you button? You get like a weird No, 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 no. Wiener. Don't say you. Not when you're talking <laughs> to me. <laughs> you never done that? I've put my finger in my belly button. I've never felt a tingle in my Well, wiener. you gotta like wiggle it around. Can you do it right now? Yeah, get in there. <laughs> in there. Do you feel it? I feel nothing. You want to get in there? You in wanna, yours? Yeah, you want to give it a try? You don't get like a weird... I get nothing. Oh, my God. I don't know what you're... Th- Hold on. <laughs> no, get, get out of there. there. <laughs> get in there. No. Oh, what? You're gonna, if your wiener tingles when you put your finger in my belly that button... That would be great, dude. And then both our wieners <laughs> tingle? We would stop the podcast. We just do that instead. <laughs> That's back to it being a cast. Yeah, and then coach. we become the best best friends. <laughs> Let me tell you that, dude. My, my like belly fat and my loose skin when I pulled my finger out, it was like a suction. Like, like oh, I say, felt it when same it. Same thing out. happened to me. It really bummed yeah. me out. <laughs> oh yeah. I, th- I think I like leaned forward a little bit while I was doing it, so it like sealed it in. I felt it like pucker. Out, like I took a little bit of belly button with me for a little bit of a ride. But seriously, just every time you get in there, you just feel an old tingle in the... Not like the biggest tingle, in the little, tingle, but like... little tingle? Yeah, tingle in the pingle. It's just like, it feels like, I don't know, like pressure or something. But I looked it up one time. I was like, why does this happen? And then everyone's like, yeah, why does that happen? It doesn't happen for me. Sorry, bro. Okay, well, maybe I'm I have something similar one. where my wiener tingles if I put my finger in my butthole. Oh, okay, yeah, that also happens <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> Is and that if I put my finger, one finger in my belly button and one finger in my butthole? No, that. Oh my god, I'm actually pretty ambivalent about butthole stuff. But um, Q-tips, you know, you know, I'm deep into Q-tips. Yeah, I feel like I'm too scared with my ears because I have like such a wax, a very waxy ears. Mm-hmm. I don't like. You ever get them flushed in? Yeah, it's literally one time the doctor put the needle or, like, the syringe thing that they shoot the water in there, and it was, like, so relieving to get the inner part of my ear itched. I was just like, ugh. As he's, like, putting it, I was like, I mean, (laughs) nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just have to hold that little fish under my ear as he's, like... Doing it on both sides. Oh my god! And you're like, yes, Mister Doctor. Whatever you like, say. He told me like, you can't get it done too much, and I don't know if he means like you or <laughs> you. <laughs> She's like grossed out. You can't get it done too much, and you can't get it done here again. <laughs> you can't get it done too much, and you're not allowed here yeah. anymore. <laughs> just, just so, just you're like, because it must have surprised you. That, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're in the doctor again. You're. Just, <laughs> um, <laughs> like imagine like an itch you didn't even know you had being itched. I assume it's like <sighs> when you hit the right spot on a dog and their leg starts going. 
Yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish I just, my leg w- started going instead. <laughs> Maybe I could have hit it. I feel like if dogs knew how to moan, they would if you hit the right spot on their belly. It is kind of, whenever I've pet a dog and it starts moaning, I'm like, well, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> when it's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, see, I've never made a dog do that. And now I feel like I'm a bad owner. Um, dude, I got to hold a brand, uh, I got to hold a four month old Dalmatian today. Nice. It's like held it like a baby. It was so cute. Its name is Queso. It's my girlfriend's brother's new dog. Not to, not to one up here. Okay. But, Did you uh, hold a five-month-old <laughs> Dalmatian? No. When I when I was a kid, my piano teacher, their family had two poodles, and they bred them, and then they had like little puppies. So I got to hold like a couple week old poodle, <laughs> and like bottle feed it. Hell yeah! Do you play piano? Yeah. For nice. I don't. I can't play the piano. I took piano lessons for several years and practiced not at all. Yeah, that's the trick. You got to practice. Yeah. No, that's because, honestly, it's because we were playing the wrong songs. We were playing, like, you know, Lavender's Blue. And yeah. Like, let's let's get you playing some, you know, let's see if we can get you doing a couple bars of Mozart. And do, you, do you take guitar lessons, too? No. I, I just, oh, man. that was just self-taught because I thought it would get me a girlfriend, which was a very powerful motivator. You know what I was thinking about? I want to try this as a bit, but, uh. I did the same thing. Like I learned how to play some songs just because I thought they might help me with a girl. Like I learned "Hey There, Delilah" just because a girl I liked really liked that you song. You weren't a big Plain White Tees fan, no. And uh, <laughs> like I just thought, like it's so silly that like I should have invested at least some time in learning how to talk to a girl because it's not like after I were with that song, I still have to talk to her. You know, it's not like I can just have the guitar and be like. <laughs> also, you have to woo her before. That's true. Yeah, I got to woo her into listening. That was the problem. I learned how to play guitar, and I can sing pretty well. Yeah, you're a good singer. I'm a man. great singer. Hit us. Uh, no. <laughs> and... Did you pull your shirt up and then sing a little bit with your <laughs> finger in your belly button? Yeah, just do the truffle <laughs> shuffle and sing "Hey There, Delilah." That sounds fun. I'm gonna sing <laughs> the Star Spangled Banner with your finger in your belly button. <laughs> So and I'll, the- I'll salute, and that'll be our <laughs> our video this week. <laughs> That's how you hit the high notes, man. You get that tingle, dingle. <laughs> you have to you have to get in Free. under the, under the diaphragm and just like push it. Up. <laughs> the diaphragm is my testicles. Um, I uh, <laughs> fucking <That's> so dumb. <laughs> fucking such uh. an idiot. I honestly, it could be. I don't know where my diaphragm is. It's like under your lungs, right? Don't act like you know. Well, it's like you hold uh... (laughs) 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 I was hoping you'd like cut me off. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, I'm trying to learn where the diaphragm is. Ah, man. But no, I spent all this time learning songs and singing them Mm -hmm. in my basement. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, all right, time to find an opportunity to do this somewhere. And there's none. Did you ever there's like absolutely none? Did you ever play music anywhere live? Uh, one time we did like a cabaret night, where you'd go up on stage in front of the students who came to cabaret night, and uh, mm-hmm. you, the only rule was you had to play a cover, no original songs. And I played mm-hmm. uh, cover of Catfish Blues by Muddy Waters, and I uh, broke a guitar <laughs> string on stage. <laughs> on 
No. Yeah. Oh, which one? G. Which is mostly what that song is. Yeah. G really, <laughs> really brings the whole spectrum together. Yeah, because that song's not chords. It's just like a riff that's like oh, no. five sixths of the G string. <laughs> so what'd you do? I froze. What do you think I did? And oh, then man. a very nice person in the audience saved me by giving me their guitar nice. because they were all there doing the same shit. I and remember- then I played a much more timid version <laughs> of Catfish Blues. That'd be a great name for your first album, Tim and Nicholson. Tim and yeah. I we had to do like a a xylophone recital once in public school, <laughs> and I just like wasn't good at music as a kid for some reason. Like I just had to try really hard. Like my my teacher let me borrow the recorder to bring it home to practice more because I just like couldn't get it. But after the practice, I was fine. But we had this xylophone recital. And some of the kids were on the stage. Some of them were like on the floor with like the other kids. And there's like the 90 other kids in the school yeah. watching. And it starts. And I just immediately forget everything. And thankfully, there's like 20 of us playing the xylophone. So I literally just put my sticks down. And I was sitting there looking at other kids also not playing yeah. instruments. But I had an instrument in front of me. So <laughs> I just had like 20 kids just like confused, like in the front row looking at me. Like, I oh, mean, he's going to like rip a mad solo <laughs> there or something my, when my aunt was in school they had a recorder recital and she was up there and she didn't know the song so she just like mimed it just didn't blow anything and just mimed the song and she thought she would nailed it and then afterwards it was like yeah all the kids were doing the same fingerings except for you <laughs> She was just like jazzily like nothing at all with the other students did I tell you that uh, that weird indie movie I was in that'll never come out? Uh, there's one scene in it when like the those of us in the cult that's against love, we all decide to get married to each other, and um, I had to play the wedding march on the recorder, <laughs> and it was like so funny, and it was it was so hard to play the recorder while like laughing. Jordan Shear was like making me laugh, yeah, because like my mouth would change shape, and then yeah. I'd do like. <laughs> so it starts <laughs> laughing through the fucking recorder. Ah <laughs> oh, man, fucking so much fun making that movie that'll never come out. Oh, here's and I think I kind of ruined it by losing a bunch of weight. That was so goddamn <laughs> funny when you, because what were you when they started filming? Like, were you four twenty when you filmed it the first time? I um, I'm, I'm were not you too sure. I think pound? I was like. No, no, I think I was under 400. Okay, but you were like... But I was like high 300s, yeah. probably. Yeah. 360, maybe? All right, yeah, so yeah. you are about 360 when they started filming, uh-huh. and then left for a while, did their edits, whatever, yeah. and then they called for reshoots, and about what did you weigh for reshoots? Probably like 290. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like a svelter, two, like a muscular 290. Yeah. Like you yeah. were so visibly different. thinner. Yeah. What was the director's response when you showed up? Uh... I can't. I think he was just like staring at me a lot, just being like, "You look great," but like not. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for all your progress. <laughs> no, real, I think Jordan in the in the elevators were going up to his like condo to film one scene. It's just like, uh, "You look great, man." Uh, ruined the movie, but you look great. <laughs> 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 like, ah, well, yeah. yeah, that's what happens when you get paid nothing. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> or like very little, and like especially when like the reshoots aren't paid, and I didn't even live in town anymore. But yeah, you know, it's not gonna come out. And they weren't scheduled. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun uh, learning experience. Like uh, when <laughs> there's a scene when like 
we kidnapped this dude and then we all got burgers to like eat <laughs> and uh we're filming around and like Jennifer McAuliffe and uh, Grace, I think Smith, whatever. They're two. Uh, she's a comedian from Toronto who does like sketch and stuff. Very funny. Oh, that's and then, cool. You know Jennifer McAuliffe, and hilarious. Lady. These were also album yeah, on Spotify. Yeah, so funny. Does she have an album on Spotify? I believe so. Fun. I think yeah. I think she's part of a double album. Nice, nice. Yeah. But anyways, we're eating the burgers, and this was also our lunch, right? Because we didn't have a huge budget. Yeah. So I was hungry, and I'm eating the burger, and um. I just fucking like scarf mine down like a couple takes and then I hear Jennifer and Grace talking and uh, they're just like, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to take little bites because I don't want to mess up burger continuity between takes and I'm just like, ah! like up from an empty <laughs> burger package and then I think I had to eat like the lighting guy's burger. <laughs> it's just like, or the sound guys, he's just like fucking holding the boom, like just like fucking not happy and I'm just like taking like little tiny bites. Thank you. <laughs> It's really good. That, that would be sort of in character for like, you cut back to you three times, the burger's fucking gone. <laughs> I think my character's description just said like fat and sad. <laughs> and I remember when I read that, I was like, if I don't get this part, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. Fuck. There was one- fat, sad, and mad. There was one comic in Toronto I heard about. Um, fucking, who's the redheaded, got redhead beard? Really funny, like screamy kind of. His name's like Garrett or, oh, Garrett Jameson. Yeah, Garrett Dude, Jameson. He's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I haven't seen him around. I'm sure he's off doing bigger and better things. But um, I heard, so he has an, also has an album on Spotify. It's like Garrett Jameson and the Spartac Spartacans or something like that. It's like a oh, yeah, comedy the, album. the musical. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, he. Uh, I heard a story about he went to like a sort of casting, and. They said that he didn't really, that they weren't, he wasn't what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. But the picture that they'd put out for, like, the type they wanted was a picture of him. (laughs) 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 He was just looking, but I'm the guy in the type you wanted. What do you mean? Dude, that's so funny. (laughs) That's so funny. He used to have this bit. I don't know if he does it anymore. I don't know if it's weird to do someone else's bit on a podcast. So weird. Don't do his bit. Just give give the premise. Well, the whole premise is, like, he's doing, like, the sound of a jack-in-the-box. Like, he's doing, like, the... But then he, like... Does the reveal at a different time than normal? So it's like, dun, 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 ah! <laughs> like the crowd's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh man, that guy's so fucking funny. Yeah, he's great. Again, haven't seen him around. Sure, he's off doing way more important stuff. Yeah, good mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, I feel like he's he was always nominated for a Gemini. I don't know. I don't Which know one is it. the Gemini's? It's the Canadian music. Ones. Is that the Junos? He's probably nominated for a Juno, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> Gemini might be the TV one. Oh, I think you're right. I think it's like an acting thing. Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell you anyone who's won a Gemini. Yeah, I don't even know what the, yeah. Or the, I know like the Junos, just the comedy albums. Yeah. But the Junos just kind of seem like a bringer award I, show. I assume Drake wins them all. Yeah. Even like different. Yeah. <laughs> Categories. You want like country music or something? <laughs> um Oh, I learned I learned about something I learned something about Iceland at my Ooh. Easter. I'm not sure if you heard about this. I love Iceland, so but in Iceland they have an app on their phones where let's say you meet a lady at a bar, mm-hmm. you're hitting it off, she's heard your hey there Delilah is into it. 
<laughs> you guys are just flirting. Heard a blurgen, blurgen, schlurgen. <laughs> flurgen, blurgen, blurgen, blurgen. Oh, flurgen, schlurgen, blurgen. <laughs> just being real Finnish, or Icelandic. Um, Bjorka snort. <laughs> um, I Eating some weird fish out of a can. I used to have a really good impression of Bjork. I, f- I feel like I don't. I feel like I've lost it. <laughs> Fucking, um. Find it, search your soul. Hello, come to my backyard. No, that's German. <laughs> I, f- I don't. Do you know what also? I've lost I, my Bjork. I don't know if I even know what Bjork sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was fucking bang on. Dude. <laughs> but, anyways, Iceland is. my back. We have fairy. Nope, it's German again. <laughs> Fuck, what the hell does Bjork sound like? It's kind of like the Lucky Charms guy a little bit, too. What's his name? Is yes, we name? go clubbing, and then afterwards we go to each other's houses, and we Is do drugs, <laughs> and we dance with dishcloths and Werner stuff. Herzog or yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't fucking know what I'm doing. But anyway, in Iceland, they have <laughs> it's very late. In Iceland, they have a phone app where you um meet a lady mm-hmm. or gentleman. You hit it off. Yeah. You each pull out your phone app, and you touch your phones together, and it tells you how related you are. <laughs> You're like, come on, come on. Because Iceland's such a small place, you want to know how related you are to someone before you hook up with them. How related can you be before it's like detrimental to the health of the? Oh, detrimental to the health of like a potential offspring. I honestly, I think once you get past second, I think you're fine. Okay. Second, I think might even be fine. First, that's a problem. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, that's like royal family kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Second. I personally wouldn't. Medically, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think. What if you I had like a really, really uh, medically third? I think you're safe. Yeah. Like, what about a really hot third cousin? This is what I was gonna ask you. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, <laughs> what is your limit? Like, what's the closest cousin you would hook up with? It would have to be someone I'd never seen at a family reunion. That would be the. That would be what it is. Okay. Like, I would have to have never been like, that's my aunt. That's my uncle. That's a person I've fucked. Here's the thing. I have a first cousin I've never met who's a lady. Mm -hmm. Would not have sex with her. Yeah, of course. So, what's your... You met... I would say third cousin. You touch your app together? Yeah. Touch my app. Uh, She puts her finger in my belly button. I... uh, Yeah. Anything, I think, beyond second. Because second is still, like... Second cousin would be, like, your cousin's kid. If you touch the... Right? Or your cousin's mom? That'll be your aunt. Your <laughs> second? Wait. No, your cousin's <laughs> kids. Wait. Dude, we are fucking way too stupid to talk about. <laughs> Almost There's no way your cousin's kid is your Steve. second cousin. There's no way. Yeah. No. Yeah. Then what is your second cousin? It's not your cousin's cousin. That's a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> is it? No. Unless it's like your brother. No, it can't be your cousin's kid. Yeah. Because they talk about like people like dating their second oh, cousins wait. in like the south or whatever. Wait, are second cousins um like your your grandma's siblings' kids? Oh, maybe. I think that's actually how it works. But your third cousin can't be your grandma's sibling's sibling's kid. That's just so your grandma's oh my sibling. God, dude, I cannot, I cannot follow this. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. <laughs> you said so sibling too many times. Would a third cousin be like your great grandma's sibling's 
grandchild. It's like a different, a different line of the family. Like when I uh, when I go to like uh, family reunions for like, uh, my like the part of the family tree that gets back to the trunk and then yeah. starts again and starts a new branch. Like we have some uh, we have like a family reunion that's like the Taylor Daniels family reunion. It's like all our family from the south, but it's like um, my great grandfather had fifteen siblings, and then so this reunion is like the like grand get together of like all the people from any part of oh, that yeah, family. I've been that to a couple of those. They're, they're fucking awesome, man. They'll do like a silent auction to like raise money for like the hall for the next year. Like that was cool. It's fucking great, man. I think like my mom's cousin was like the production manager on Saw One and Two. Oh wow. And I went over there and his son made us watch Saw Two. I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Saw 2 is like the last of go the good saws as well. Yeah, but anyway, you were at the Tinker Daniels Family Reunion. Taylor Daniels. Um, Tinker, <laughs> Tinker Taylor the end Soldier's of my point. Oh, yeah. oh, dude, Tinker Taylor Soldier's by fucking sucks. I've tried to watch it like three times because I bought it when uh, Rogers was stopping like renting and selling DVDs. Oh, yeah, that was a good so one. So everything was like four bucks. So I bought like... All the movies that were new at the time that I love, like Take Shelter, you know, Slumdog Millionaire, like all that kind of shit. And I was like, ooh, Gary Oldman. I love Gary Oldman. I'll get Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. <laughs> and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. It's just so bad. Like, I don't get how people can like it or follow it at all. Or Have you seen it? I have not. But I I watched one oh, of the I other. I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. It's got such a catchy name. It is unbelievably yeah. catchy name. Very catchy name. I cannot get comfortable. Yeah. I'll do fucking the take your shirt off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, there's so many pillows and I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Am, uh, I, yeah, am I still in it. camera? I think so. Am I still in camera? Okay, yeah, I am. All right, it's cool. Real chill. Um <laughs> God, Dude, we're just like we're right just, where your wiener should be. We're just being cash. Yeah, I don't like it. Just put your finger on my belly button. Can I just like put my? Let's get loose. This good. This is nice. Yeah. This is great. This is. I'm so comfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what cousin? Distant like distance out. Would you hook up? I would with? say third cousin. You think third? Second cousin's still too weird. Third cousin's like, what is that even? That's just such a low number, though. What do you? What do you mean? Third cousin, you're great. Your great grandparents. <laughs> Just the look on your face of just whoosh. It's like blood starts coming up. <laughs> great, 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 great. Um, yeah, because, like, dude, I'm from a town of, like, 35,000 people. If I'm, like... That's basically Iceland. Yeah, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm writing off anyone I'm kind of related to... Well, I mean, I've never fucked someone from St. Thomas, so... Also, 35,000 people... <laughs> How many third cousins can you have? Like nine? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's everyone's kind of like weirdly related and same. It's Thomas. just it's just such like a principal thing. Would you so what would you? Um Which I, thought, I thought about this a lot. Okay. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Um I think I've decided a really hot third, middle, and fourth. <laughs> Wait, third, middle what mer middle? No. No, like a very hot third cousin. Yeah. Or an okay looking fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I would need to like compromise something within myself. Yeah. But also 
In reality, probably like fifth. So, That's crazy. Third is crazy. So third, it's so it's so close. Third cousin, we've decided would be a split from like your great grandparents. Have you met? Did you get to meet any of your great grandparents? I have no idea. I don't know if I've met my great grandparents. I don't know if I've met a third cousin. It's too close. Cause yeah, it would just be weird to like think that just you're like you're like having sex with them and you like say like you're on the bottom and they're like bouncing on top and you're like, man, I wonder if we both bounced on our great grandfather's knee like <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> or just like you touch phones together and it's like, let's see how related we are. Boop. Third cousin. And you look at each other and you're like, no, no, you can't. It's so, it's so close. What if she was really hot, you touch phones and you're like, well, and she looks at you and it's just like, no. That morphed my face real quick. <laughs> but... <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't. I wouldn't want to hook up with the person that I'm most related to, in any room I'm in, unless yeah. it's a room full of second cousins. <laughs> and then I touch it. It's yeah, third. You have to fuck your way out of this room. Of yeah, second exactly. Cousins. Well, I gotta fuck somebody. I'm not leaving here. <laughs> I'm not gonna horny. not fuck someone in this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, third's way too close. Uh, it's it's crazy. You but you would still. But you said you would fuck a hot third. Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> so what's your actual answer? I don't know, probably like Honestly, if it showed up as related at all, unless it goes to like 10th, I I don't think I could do it. If if it shows like 23rd cousin, that's rude. Yeah. <laughs> that's like why would it even I don't even think it would matter at that point. Yeah, I feel like I've 23rd cousins in like Laos or something like we just way the fuck out there. Where where are your where's your family lineage from? Have we talked about this before. Yeah, no, nah, it's fucking Wales, England, and Scotland. Okay, it's so like boring ones. Yeah, Popery, the UK. I'm just fucking white. Yeah, some of those like tailors, they came over on the Mayflower. Yeah, to the so States. they did some horrible things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Apparently, my family came over in um the. The Highland Clearance, where it used to be all these Scottish people, like the lower class Scottish people would mm-hmm. like basically rent land off of the higher class Scottish people. Yeah. But then the British sort of aristocracy developed a taste for mutton, which is like a sheep stew. Mm-hmm. And so they just kicked all these Scottish people off the land and sent them to Canada so that they could put sheep there. Nice. Yeah. And apparently nice. we were a part of that. I don't know when that happened. <laughs> just a bunch of people being like, no, no, we need your land for sheep, actually, so goodbye. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad I didn't have to be the generation that did any crazy fucking moves. Like, my grandma, when she came to Canada, she literally lived through, uh, like, World War Two Holland, like, being interrogated by Nazis because they, like, hid Jews in their house. And then after the war, her and, like, her husband or like the dude she was dating at the time, they had to take a fucking boat over to Canada. So it was like 10 days of her being the most fucking seasick she's ever been. Oh my God. Like fucking brutal trip. Also feels like you guys are getting married. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You're not yeah. taking that trip over and then getting the other side and being like, I'm glad it's not like living together for a few months beforehand. Yeah. You're like I'm glad we tried that out because I don't think this is going to work long term. <laughs> Couldn't handle the boat together. She's really pissing me off, so I'm gonna go find a different wench, I think. <laughs> a 
<laughs> wench. It's like the 1940s and still saying wench. I'm going to go find a wench who's more chill or whatever the Hollandish version of. A wench who's more astute. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know what the word would be. Buxom. I'm going to find a more buxom <laughs> wench here in the new world. <laughs> more agreeable. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I feel like that was a, the highest compliment you could pay a woman back when they wore puffy pants and <laughs> collared shirts all the time. I feel like she's a very agreeable woman. <laughs> oh, man. Really God, women have been treated uh, real bad. Really uh, didn't pipe up that much. Forever. You're, do you ever hear about that rule? How I can't remember where this was. I think it was like. 18th or 19th century England, but it was like you were allowed to beat your wife as long as the stick was smaller than your thumb. Oh, yeah, that's where the term rule of thumb comes from. Is that real? Yeah. Oh, my. We should really stop saying that. <laughs> yeah, we should probably stop calling stuff wife beaters, too, but. Yeah. Here we are. Imagine if that that's not like a wife beater. It's like, no, it's because the wife would have to beat out the stains out of the <laughs> <Yeah>. shirt. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that one can stay, I guess. Okay, yeah, that works for me. I don't think I've ever worn a wife beater. Of course not. What am I? I've had too much. I've always had too much tit for a wife. Absolutely, dude. It would work as like basically a bra. It would just lift and separate out the armpit holes of my shirt. I feel like I'm like one weird jump away from all my weird side uh, tit skin like flopping out, and then just having like that just (laughs) outside the shirt. And I don't need that. I really like the idea of you wearing like a wife beater that's too way too small. <laughs> and everything just like pushes everything out the armholes. <laughs> I have like worn compression shirts in the gym before just because like just to like hold the skin in because like I hate when I do like the jumping like the box squats with Jason yeah. and I jump up and I hear like a like everything like slaps like the skin. Yeah. Or like if I do like, you know, jumping jacks or like the battle ropes, I would hear like my tits like slapping against the side <laughs> of my body. I'm, like, I'm just getting more mad. <laughs> just doing them more. Oh, fuck. and then I like look around, and be like, I hope anyone, I hope everyone didn't hear my tits clapping. <laughs> I lifted the applause, applause, the applause. Is it to someone like doing a deadlift, and they're like, oh, they think they're getting applause from the rest of the gym? Like, thanks guys, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. They just see me start throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> As your back transforms into hands <laughs> through movement, you get. You said you're getting uh hit the gym hard, eh? Uh, yeah. Get into her. I I've I've taken a different strategy that feels more sustainable. What's which the new is strategy? like, I dropped everything down. Like I dropped all the weight down by like thirty pounds on That's like perfect. on like everything. Yeah. And I would do if I was you more reps. Yeah, I'm doing more reps, and more I'm sense. really making sure that my form is good yes. and that I can actually complete the workouts. Yes. I don't just burn myself out at yeah. the beginning, and then I'm just like, well, I did I did, you know, some deadlifts, and my back is on fire. Yeah. I feel like I'm shorter, <laughs> so I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I do it, and I just do a lot of, like, the bar and you know a very sustainable weight and i make sure i can actually do them all yeah man and then i'm gonna try to build back up yeah the form is is way more important than anything else this is something that took me way too long to realize you can get a lot of work done with uh with lightweight 
I know, but just think, if I went really heavy and I hurt myself, then I wouldn't have to go to the gym. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and I could just stay home and eat chip nuts. <laughs> oh, that's true. You're getting really into chip nuts. Yeah. They are uh, chip-coated peanuts. I don't even know what that means. Come in a variety of... I don't understand how I've it works. I've tried them, and I don't... I don't, don't want to know how it works. Do you, like, wrap a chip around, or, like, chip dust? Like, dust it in chips? I don't know, but it's definitely got a potato coating. I'll tell you that. They used to sell cookie nuts, too, which was, like, a peanut wrapped in a cookie. <laughs> Just, like, it was still, like, little peanut size, but they oh stopped God. selling those, and I was You're pretty heartbroken. You're so hard right now. You can tell. I I told you about when I did the uh, the potato diet for two weeks, right? When I uh, so when I lived in Hamilton on Dundurn. Don't let me forget. I need to tell you about when I um, mailed a jar of peanut butter to Norway. All right, go okay. ahead. Well, the last two stories will be you doing that and me doing the potato diet, because this is like before I'd lost weight and I watched this video of uh, Penn Gillette from Penn and Teller. Yeah. Um, the one of the things that helped him lose weight is doing a potato diet for two weeks to reset his taste buds. Yeah. And it's just like plain potatoes for two weeks. And then like he bit into an apple and it was like the tastiest thing ever. So I tried it. I was also like so poor because I was working a job at a call center I hated. And um, I was supposed to work like 40 hours a week and would maybe go in like one day. Like, uh, nice. I remember one time, like, my boss took me in the office, and he's like, uh, Doug, do you know how uh, how many hours you're supposed to work a week? And I was like, I don't know, like, probably 40. And he's like, do you know how many hours you were here last week? I was like, I don't know. He's like, five. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I worked with Kev Sheeler, and I would just sometimes show up, like, 10 minutes before lunch and, like, log in and then just log out for lunch and go hang out with Kev. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, cause, uh, so I was, like, catastrophically poor, and I was like, how do I keep my food budget down? And I'd watched the potato diet video, and I was like, I'll just buy a bag of potatoes, oh my God. and that'll be my lunch for, like, a couple weeks. And, dude, I'm not lying when I say it was one of the most depressing times of my life to work yeah. a job I hated and just eat literally boiled potatoes. I'd be, like, sitting in the break room at this job that just made me want to cry all the time, just eating plain potatoes that just <laughs> tasted like nothing and just so fucking miserable, dude. It's so funny the things that we do to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, God, I make so little money because I never go to work. <laughs> and, then, and then instead of going to work more, you're just like, all right, I'll just eat potatoes. <laughs> instead, of, instead of going to work so I can have more money for a food budget, I'll just my food budget will be six bucks for two weeks. Yeah. Was that around the time that you started miming putting salt on stuff? No, that was after that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, you were basically like... um a smoker holding a pencil between their fingers, but you would just like <laughs> sprinkle nothing on your food. Yeah, it dude, it actually worked. Uh, hey, well, at least for my brain, my brain's dumb. Yeah, it's a, it is. But also, I don't know what salt tastes like. Really, I could probably cut it out and not really <laughs> notice. But anyways, Tam, you said you mailed something somewhere. Oh yeah, I mailed some peanut butter to Norway. Why? Um. So when I was like twenty three, I started dating a twenty nine year old. And uh, to put things in perspective, uh, on our first date, she came over to my apartment and uh, we took a bottle of wine and put it in a water bottle. And then she wanted her idea. We went on a walk through a graveyard near my house and drank some red wine and made out in the graveyard. I was going to ask you if this was the graveyard girl, but I didn't know if you wanted to. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> was, pal. Did you, is this one you wrote like, uh, uh, like poetry in a different language for as well no 
Okay. God, I sucked. <laughs> oh, my God, I sucked so hard. And it wasn't poetry. I wrote her a song. I wrote her a love song in Russian. Oh, my God. Because I told her I wasn't going to smoke weed. And then she <laughs> caught me uh, having smoked weed. And uh, so I wanted to make it up to her. So I wrote her a love song in Russian. And I remember Most classic th- apology that we've all done. <laughs> I remember sitting in like the uh, kitchen doing it. And I had two like male roommates who were my buddies. Andrew was one of them. And my yeah. buddy Nate. And I remember them walking by as I was doing this and just being like, I'm such a fucking bitch. <laughs> Dude, I suck so hard. And um, yeah, she and I didn't make it. But no, this is a different lady. What? I know. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> no, I, uh, that was the one I I broke up with her after she, uh, she tried to teach me how to ride a bike. <laughs> and uh, and I broke up with her and she was like relieved. <laughs> I wish I knew how to fucking say stop in Russian. Yet, yet. <laughs> I, I, I broke up with her, and she was like, "Really? Oh, okay, good." She was like relieved, and I felt like I've been tricked. And you're like, "Wait, never wait, mind. hold on, no, <laughs> no, you date me you, forever." Yeah, you were supposed to be sad. What happened? Did I miss something? Wait, what did I say? I thought I said I broke up with you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, th- this lady, she. Uh, we went to, on a graveyard together mm-hmm. and um, dated for four months. I was in love with her, mm-hmm. and, but she went to Norway to pursue her master's degree. And uh, on her birth, her favorite peanut butter was from Picard's, the place that makes the chip nuts. Okay. And so I wrapped up some peanut butter and I mailed it to Norway for cute. her birthday. Uh, she never responded. <laughs> Cost me about... Less cute. It was about $10 worth of peanut butter. <laughs> Cost me about seventy dollars oh to ship to Norway. God, in a little plastic container. I don't even know if you can ship peanut butter. I don't. <laughs> You're on a list. Yeah, now. I may have stopped at some customs station outside <laughs> Norway. They're like blinga flunga blurga, and just looking at it all confused. It's like trying it. I think I licked my finger. That was in my belly. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> that's really gross. <laughs> all right, are we done? I think that's uh right. yeah that's an hour dude. Hey, perfect dude we killed it um right. dude, we got when does this come out tomorrow yeah tom- it comes out Monday. in Monday eight hours gosh we need to I edit have, this immediately do I have anything to promote oh yeah tomorrow or today night go to comedy bar to go see fuck what's it called do your plug I'm, nah my phone's <laughs> over there god damn it uh, there is a show. It's called LMAO or LMFAO or... Oh, um, Araya's show. Yeah, Daniel yeah, Reyes Daniel Araya's show. show. What the fuck is that thing yeah, called? Yeah, I think it is LMFAO, the comedy show. Yeah, it's it's themed after the uh, dance music group from the early 2000s. Yeah, I think I have uh, Jason's CD release party at Poachers on Thursday, and then I will be at uh, CJ's Lounge in London on Sunday. Oh, yeah, you're headlining that Dawn show, Dawn of right? the Dugs, baby. Yeah, I am. Dawn of the fucking Dugs. Yeah, so just go see Doug, heckle him, he loves it. Hey, please don't. Um, please don't do that. Make sure that you give him a standing ovation when he announces that he lost 180 pounds. He loves that. <laughs> you can do that part. Doug, 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 Doug. Doug, Doug, <laughs> and Doug. I'll be like, <laughs> they'll be like, Doug. I'm like, Swales, Doug, Swales. <laughs> 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 All right, that's the podcast, guys. Bye. Bye.